Voyage of Discovery. I'm your host, Mary Osborne, the museum specialist at the Stewart House, the birthplace of Kappa Kappa Gamma. This month, we conclude the series about some of the beloved artifacts at the museum. In this episode, I'm going to tell you all about the Stewart House Crazy Quilt. The museum contains many examples of crafts from the Gilded Age. One of the most exquisite is the Crazy Quilt on display in one of the guest suites. In 1888, Lydia Little and her daughters, Grace and Virginia, stitched this quilt. The Little's descendants, T. Scripps Downing and Elizabeth Roberts Downing, donated the quilt to the Stewart House in 1991. The Little women were all members of Kappa Kappa Gamma. In fact, Grace Little was a founder of Upsilon Chapter at Northwestern University. Upsilon Chapter has produced some remarkable Kappas, including Catherine Lucinda Sharp, who served as the fraternity's sixth grand president and later founded the University of Illinois Library School. Many 19th century women left no written records of their lives, but we can understand them through objects, such as quilts. By definition, a quilt consists of a bottom layer of fabric, a filler, and a top layer of fabric, which are held together by quilting, usually running stitches done in a pattern. Sewing and housework constituted a great deal of women's time. As part of their training as homemakers, girls learned quilting. They practiced their stitching by learning to piece together simple quilt patterns. Finished quilts were considered major accomplishments. Before the introduction of the sewing machine in 1846, hand sewing was the only method available and remained the most affordable in areas where machines were too expensive. Most women quilted in addition to sewing all of their family's clothing, linen, and towels. An 1883 issue of Arthur's Home Magazine estimated that as many as three-quarters of the bed coverings in the United States were quilts. Quilts provided warmth in the winter but also served as an outlet for self-expression in the midst of a monotonous daily routine. In fact, communities often arranged quilting bees or parties in order to socialize with one another. For hundreds of years, women have formed communities around these types of activities. As they quilted, they discussed current events, gossiped, and told stories. They also passed down traditions. It wasn't uncommon for families to share fabric scraps, a practice which strengthened their relationships. Making a quilt corresponded with such milestones as a wedding, birth, or a death. The crazy quilt movement began with the Centennial Exhibition in Philadelphia in 1876. These types of quilts got their name from the random shape and size of the pieces of fabric sewn together. Silk and velvet crazy quilts were very popular in the 1880s and 1890s. The Little's Crazy Quilt is comprised primarily of satin, taffeta, and velvet swatches, and the women enhance these pieces with floral embroidery. This quilt also contains another popular symbol from the Crazy Quilt, crazy quilt movement, the spider. Today we might be disgusted at the idea of including a spider on a quilt, but in that era, a spider represented industry and creativity. It symbolized good luck. The next time you visit a fair or arts and crafts show with quilts, see if you can spot a spider. That's all the time we have for today. Next month's episode begins a new series on notable kappas. I'm Mary Osborne for Voyage of Discovery. Voyage of Discovery is recorded at the Stewart House, an educational outreach program of the Kappa Kappa Gamma Foundation. To learn more about the museum, visit the Foundation's page on kappa.org. Like us on Facebook and follow Stewart House 1865 on Instagram. Thanks for listening.